Welcome back to Books and Stuff. I'm Danielle. And I'm Zach. And today our episode is going to be rating books. The good, the bad, and the ugly. But before we dive into that, we'll tell you what we're currently reading. I'm currently reading The Good Sister by Sally Hepworth. Um, It's a thriller author, and I'm not super far into it, so I can't exactly give like an in-depth synopsis for it. But this author also wrote The Mother-in-Law, which... I did not read that one, and I heard mixed reviews on it, and so, I don't know. I got a free ARC, or I guess ALK, advanced listening copy from Libro, and so I thought I'd give it a try, and, you know, so far, so good. Again, I'm not super far into it, so. And I am currently reading The Shuddering by Anya Elborn. I read Brother by her, and I gave that five stars. And I got to say, so far, this book is really good. It's about a group of friends who go up to this cabin. And thus far, by what I've read, uh, they are selling it. And uh, apparently the guy's family who was selling it didn't tell them that it was already sold. And they're like trespassing, technically. A bunch of stuff kind of goes on, though. Um, The first part of the first uh, two chapters has been told in like two different storylines. One like in the past and one where we meet our current people and so far i've been really enjoying it some creepy stuff is going on there's some weird creatures that are attacking the people in the past and i'm kind of thinking it's going to take place in the present too but so far nothing has happened there's some tension going on in the cabin but otherwise so far it's been very good and i cannot wait to finish it because anya elborn is one for one with me with a five star so and I've heard only good things about this book, so we'll see where it goes. Nice. What was the other book you read by her? Uh, Brother, which I gave that one five stars. Nice. And you read that earlier this year? Uh, yes, January or February. I think so. Which that was like an unexpected favorite for you too, right? Because like, I just like picked that off of your shelf like on a whim. <laughs> I didn't even know it was on my shelf, to be honest. I think you just picked it, and you're just like, here, read this. And I'm like, okay. Well, I heard really good things about it. Like, people said it was a horror book that had, like, a crazy plot line that was very, like, unique. And so that was what drew me to that one. Well, she's one for one so far. And as of right now, she's doing pretty solid with this one. So a lot of reviews about this has been four and a half stars and... Danielle read something about why, and she hasn't told me, so obviously I'm going to find that out for myself, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens with the rest of the book. I've still got a little while to go, so we'll see what happens. So far, really good, though. Nice. So, today we've got, like Zach said, rating books, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because I think, you know, all those things apply when you're rating books, especially, like, when you're at different... Um, like points in your life I think we'll start with like earlier we both didn't really take reading serious like, seriously again until 2019 before that we never like that's we didn't even get a Goodreads until 2019 and back then when we first started it was like every book was a five-star book and like <laughs> nothing was wrong with any book yeah, we never really rated anything super low. It was, or we never really DNF'd anything either, because back then we both probably kind of felt like, you know, the author tried to write a book, we should read the whole thing through, 
and give it a solid chance. But as time kind of went on, that changed. Well, there is still like, that's why it's so hard to write books sometimes because you do have that feeling like in the back of your head, like, oh, I know like how much work was put into this book. But on the other hand, like, it's not a good book. (laughs) Yeah, there are some times where you just got to admit that, you know, what you're reading is not good. And I've had a couple of those. And you have too, because obviously we've DNF since then, and we've had star ratings below three since then. Oh, yeah. Well, now, like, 2020, 2021, reading us, if that makes sense, (laughs) like, we would not hesitate to DNF a book or give a book, like, two stars or something if we wanted to, which we definitely have. I like to try and do, like, enough research, though, to not have that be the case. Yeah, I don't like DNFing stuff because I really want to try and finish it. And that's something I even told you about one of these last books I recently read where I did end up DNFing it because I was like, this is going nowhere. There's no plot. They're like, the characters are dull. And I'm just not picking up on anything. And it was supposed to be, I think, a thriller book. I don't remember which one it is, but you might. The Lost Village by Camilla Stunn. Yeah, The Lost Village. That It was just going nowhere for me. And I really didn't understand what was really going on which a lot of people commented when you mentioned that in your youtube video a lot of people commented saying like oh i had like the same experience and that was a new 2021 release and you put it in your most anticipated for the year and it just like totally fell flat well yeah even some of the people in the comments also agreed saying oh yeah i put this in my list and i'm worried going into it and we were pretty much like i would too i thought it was going to be a really solid book the synopsis sounded really great and solid and then I was reading it, and partway through, I'm just like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, this is just going nowhere. The characters are so dull. I just don't know what's going on. Well, the synopsis on Goodreads is, like, just written so well. It's so intriguing. It was like, uh, what, filmmaker goes to, like, you know, like a creepy cabin in the woods or something. It's like, to investigate the disappearance or, yeah, of like the Lost a Village. Lo- and- yeah. And so, like... It sounded like so up your alley. It sounded kind of like what? Kill Creek or something like that? Yeah. I mean, synopsis, five stars, book, DNF. DNF. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was right. We don't have time to finish books that are just like not working well. Yeah. At this point now with now that we've started a YouTube channel and everything, the whole like just pushing to get through a book doesn't really work anymore because we got to be able to you know, get get on to the next book and keep on keeping up with, you know, the content to put out. And if a book is kind of being a roadblock, then, you know, I got to stop reading it. And that's something else I think we're going to discuss in this episode is some books that I have stopped reading and kind of the reason why and if I plan to restart them or continue where I'm at. But uh, we'll discuss that a little bit later, I think. Well, yeah. So let's transition from, you know, like us having a hard time rating books badly to now rating books however we want to but let's transition to what is it that makes a five-star read like what what are like your key elements that like you really want like I guess you only read horror and thriller so like it's a little bit easier for you or maybe the question should be like what what won't get you to that five-star I mean I need for me and this is something that the Lost Village lacked is good character development. Well, also, it's like the endings for you too, right? 
Well, yeah, that's the other thing, too, is there was another book that you really enjoyed that I can't think of. Um, I'm thinking of ending things where the ending for me was just kind of like WTF. But for you, you're like, oh, my goodness, this was such a good ending. And I'm like, I've got no idea what the hell is going on. I don't get it. Like, whose perspective are we, think, are we talking from now? Like, what? So yeah. I was lost. You understood it, though. And you gave that, I think, five stars. And I gave it, like, two or three. Well, it wasn't about understanding the ending. It was more so about, like, you don't like an open-ended ending. I I don't necessarily like that either. But I think that book was a five-star book for me. Because, like, everything, the whole book, the book as a whole like really just like fit well for me. Like I enjoyed the plot. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the atmosphere. I enjoyed the length. It was a quick read. And yes, the ending was open-ended, but the way that I interpreted it, which that would be like a huge spoiler. So I'm not even going to get into it. It like made it like a five-star book for me. I think that for you though, when it comes to like, if a book is going to be a five-star what I was, like, meant to say was that, like. That it needs to be, like, definitive with, like, not only just, like, an ending, but it needs to have, like, good character development and, like, it needs to be going in a direction where it makes sense for me. Well, yeah, and a lot of times it's the ending that ruins a book for you. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the thing, is if the ending doesn't make sense, like, if a book has an end where, like, it leads into something that's obvious then it like then it works for me it's not like that bad but if it's like a book where it just it's like open ended like you said about the other one it's just kind of like i i, I don't want to be the one to come up with the ending um for instance the mist which is a short story by Stephen King um in skeleton crew the ending of the novella or the short story is very open-ended. Um, you kind of have to figure out, did they survive or did they die? You kind of have to figure it out yourself because it just kind of ends with them listening to the radio in the car when it's dead. However, the movie has a very definitive ending and it's probably one of the biggest movie twists like of all time. And I absolutely love that movie. But, you know, for me, the the movie for The Mist, I think had a way better ending because it had an ending. Whereas the book, you're kind of left there thinking, you know, like I said, are they going to survive? Are the creatures going to get them and die? You know, what's going to happen? And then, like I said, the movie's got a big twist and I absolutely love the ending of The Mist. So. Do you think that you could give a book five stars even if, like, one of your favorite characters dies? I mean, I did with The Shining. Well, yeah. Okay. Jack Torrance is Jack Torrance dies and I give it five stars. Pennywise doesn't survive and I give it five stars. Well, I guess that's um, one element of like not giving a book five stars for you would be. I will also say Pennywise and Jack Torrance are bad characters. I, th- I like think what you're villains. I think what you're trying to get to is like if a good character I like dies, can I still give a book five stars? Which as a series in a whole, the Dark Tower series, I would give five stars. Um, there are the speed bumps of Wizard and Glass that went through the keyhole, books four and 4.5, um, that I think were just kind of obnoxious to put right in the middle of the series. Um, I know some people differ with that, saying that it was important to have in there. 
And I agree with that statement, but I feel like it's something that should have been done sooner before Roland met his contact. Because after book three, you know, you're like, okay, journey's beginning. And then book four happens, you're like, what the hell is this? You just hit an 800, 700 page like backstory of something that could have happened for book two, probably. But I mean, overall, it was a good series. And there were characters who ended up biting, eating the dust, biting the bullet. I think is the saying I'm trying to go for in book seven, but I'm not going to say who because spoilers, obviously that I was very upset about. And I actually did a reading vlog of the dark tower book seven. And it was hard for me not to spoil anything, but I will say there was one character who ended up biting the bullet who did not. I'm trying to see how I can phrase this correctly without spoiling anything. Uh, There was a character at the end who bit the bullet that did not get a reincarnation at the very end where there were some of the characters who did that did get a reincarnation at the end but this particular character did not at least by what i remember reading and i was very upset about it this wasn't even supposed to be a stephen king episode and you've like made it so stephen king (laughs) i know i that's how i twist things you can ask me what day it is of the week and i'm gonna be like yeah well in this episode of stephen king i don't know I would turn something. I turn. So back to rating books. Yes. So back to books that aren't Stephen King. Well, what do you feel about the Goodreads rating scale? I think it can be better, um, because in like total averages, like it can average like a three and a half star or like three point two or something like that. But when you physically actually do it, you have to do a whole star, and that's really annoying because if you think a book is three and a half stars. If you give it three, it makes it look like it's an average book. But if you do four, it makes it look like, hey, this is actually a good book. But in reality, you're kind of like, it's kind of like an average good book. Well, right. I think that is the range that you just talked about. That is like the trickiest too, because three stars is like the average. And then, you know, anything above that is like a nice rating. And so if I'm giving a book three stars, it makes it seem like, oh, that's just an average book, but like, I might like it more than just like an average book. And so like the 3.5 might be like exactly where the rating needs to land. And you're not, I mean, you can't do that on Goodreads. Or on the opposite scale, if you give something two and a half stars, but you have to put three, then it makes it look like a bad book is average when in reality you're like, yeah, this is a bad book. But Uh, Anything with, like, the 0.5 scale gets kind of irritating. I'm not saying they should do, like, a 10-point scale, but they need to be able to have, like... They need to be able to do something where you can, like, type in what you actually rate the book. Like, 4.75. Like, I know that might get annoying. technically, you can type that in in your review, but I... A lot of times, I'm just, like, looking at the stars, so... Well, yeah, exactly. You look at the stars, and that's what makes you kind of decide if the book is going to be solid or not you don't always like read the comments especially if somebody leaves like a paragraph like describing everything well another thing that i wish that goodreads did that they don't is i wish that there was a place where you could easily mark like a dnf without having to like well because i want to keep track of the books that i did start and maybe didn't like just because i want to I want to know what those books are, especially for you with YouTube. At the end of the year, you recap your best, your worst, your blah, your blah, your blah. And it'd be nice to 
know the books that you can mention that like well for youtube purposes like the books that didn't work for you and like maybe were your worst favorite but you can't really keep track of that very well like i wish there's just a button that was like oh dnf <laughs> well yeah instead of like giving it a star rating because you don't necessarily like give it one star cause... well right because you didn't finish it yeah but also then if you just cancel out of it you, that's basically your option you either give it a rating and then it looks like you finished it but you didn't or you just like cancel the book and it's like oh those 350 pages really were worth nothing because i can't even track them now or whatever because you made it through a decent chunk of the lost village no i'm pretty sure i got through like 80 90 percent of the book right then... so it's like i wish we could have just tracked it somehow because i feel like that's enough to be able to say like it was a worse for the year because you made it through so much of it, but you can't. <laughs> well, at least not on Goodreads. We kind of right. keep track of stuff separately, and that for sure is going to be in the bottom five or ten that we do for the year. But... Right. So that's where, like, rating books kind of, like, sucks, especially on Goodreads. But, um, yeah, I like the point five part of rating a book. I feel like that's, like, necessary. Well, yeah, exactly. It's It adds the extra pizzazz to, like, the star ratings because... If you just go with a solid star, it's can be deceiving. You know, a three star could actually be a two and a half star, but you're not going to know unless you read the comment. So I think that Goodreads needs to adjust and kind of go with like a point scale of like 0.5 as well, because I think it's kind of annoying that you have to do a full star. Well, and the and so then moving on from that, the reason why I wanted to title this "The Good, Bad, and the Ugly," I feel like this is like partly. Like, you know, like a mix of all three of those is the last thing we'll touch on is we both get sent ARCs, advanced reader copies, because of Instagram, whether we're going to take bookstagram pictures of it, if he's going to feature it in a haul on his YouTube channel, whatever the case may be, we are lucky to get ARCs. That is the good. If the book is terrible, you're like, oh, like I got sent this book for free. They want a review of it because they're hoping that you would like, you know, promote the book and speak highly of it. And then the book is terrible. Like that's where it's like ugly almost. It's like, oh, thank you so much for sending the arc. This book sucked. <laughs> like, thank you for sending me hot garbage. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, we're lucky enough to get the book for free. But then it's like, yeah, I mean, this book wasn't great. Or, like, if you don't get into it, if you don't get to that book in time, it's, like, awkward. Because you're like, oh, but send me those other books I wanted, too. <laughs> I don't, I feel, I don't get as many arcs as you do. The ones I get. I'm... You've started to recently, though. Yeah, no. You weren't really trying. No, I didn't really put forth most of an effort to get arcs. Because, obviously, I was more of, like, a king person and wanted to read older books. But now that, you know, I'm getting more into different genres, or at least trying to, you know, I'm getting, you know, sent books of, like, thrillers and mystery and... Yeah, you got sent um, a sci-fi, I think, like, over the winter time. Yeah. And then we also got the Darcy Coates one that just came, that is going to come out, I think, this yeah. month? Um, yeah, that I think May. so. This month or it's May? Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. We'd have remember. to look. Um, it's probably on your bookstagram. Yeah. We have that linked below in the episode. More than likely. Which, by the way, also, if you look down in the description of the episode, 
leave a rating and review and, you know, give us that five stars. <laughs> yeah, not 4.5. Give us that five. Again, you can't give a half star, so. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of stuck. But we don't want the half star. We want the full five. <laughs> Woo. Anyway, I think that's it for the rating books, Good, Bad, and Ugly. Right? Yeah, I, I do believe so. Um, I know I. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> what were you going to say? Well, I, I had made the comment earlier about how people on like my Goodreads can see when I've started books. And I'm sure the question has rose with a few people as to why I've got three massive King books. They're just kind of sitting there. and Oh my gosh, that'll be a YouTube video coming up soon. Yeah, kind of more talking about why I haven't picked those up again. And of course, it's the three biggest ones I still think I need to read by him. <laughs> so just kind of pondering what i'm going to do with those but hopefully in the next youtube one of my upcoming youtube videos i'll have an answer as to why it's still why they're still sitting there and when i intend to pick them back up because that is one author i do not intend to dnf and that is stephen king i think i came close though with insomnia no i'm not well i need to like restart that book but again that's gonna be on the youtube channel i Planning to come up with something again. He is not an author I want to DNF because I want to read everything that he has written, and Insomnia is one of the top books. Honestly, the three big books I have are like top ranked books. Under the Dome, Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, and Insomnia are all like top like fifteen, top twenty books that he's written. And like back to Stephen King before yeah, we leave. <laughs> exactly, we got the train got to come back around. Well, I thought it'd be fun to end the episode maybe saying what our last book that we gave five stars was. And then when we put the promo up on our podcast Instagram, which that'll be linked down below too, if you want to go check it out, maybe you can leave your last five-star read. So my last five-star read was Confessions by Kanae Minato. It's like one of my all-time favorite books now. And, you know, I would highly recommend it. I talked about it a lot on my Instagram. Like I said, it'll be linked down below basically a teacher it's the last day of school and she knows or you're following her plot for revenge against some students who killed her four-year-old daughter and you're following that journey so good like so good (laughs) what was your last five star uh the last five star i had was here and gone by halen beck which that was another random thriller we picked up yeah that that really was because i had never even heard of the author and right. I think you had picked it for me and you're like, you know, give this, give this a read. Cause I'm like, you know, you've heard some weird review, mixed reviews about it. Well, we went to, there's a place in Wisconsin, which we live in Illinois. So Wisconsin's a very close drive. It's a place called um, like the book warehouse or something. And like, I needed one more book to get like the deal. It was like, get four books for like $10 or something, $15. I'm not sure. And so I was like needed one more book and I had heard like some reviews on that book here and gone. And so I was like, why don't we get this? And we're looking for a short book to finish off March for you. And so we're like, let's go with this one. And then boom, and five ended star. Up being a five star. <laughs> I, I mean, it was really creepy. It not like creepy isn't like scary, but it was like eerie. You like would get pissed off at certain parts in the book. And it was just overall just like a weird book that was honestly one of the biggest surprises for me this year so far. 
So, but we'll see what the shuddering does for me. We'll yeah. See. So let us know your five star, your last five star book at the Instagram link down below for the podcast. And yeah, we'll leave ours down there too in case or to like start up the comments. But yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. 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 Goodbye.